You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series and syndicating for the A-List Online. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith. The conversation you're about to tune into is between myself and the magnificent DJ Jazzy Jeff. The reason for the conversation is to promote the three shows that he's got coming up in Australia or read out the dates. On Thursday the 8th, he's playing in Melbourne at The Prince. Friday the 9th, he's playing in Sydney at Max Watts. And finally, Saturday the 10th, Brisbane at the Valley Drive-In. So let's have a listen to what the legend has to say. Here we go. Hello. Hey, mate, it's Andrew McCoy-Smith calling for our chat. How are you going? How are you, man? I'm doing very, very well, mate. How's uh, Japan been treating you? Have you managed to sample some of the whiskey over there yet? Because it's fantastic stuff. Well, you know what? Not yet. Maybe later on today. We are really suffering from jet lag really bad. Oh, yeah. So we are trying to, you know... Trying to get, because by the time everybody is okay, it's about 4 o'clock in the morning, and I don't know if there's a place I can get whiskey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> one, one for the bucket list, mate. So, look, it's, yeah. a, it's a pleasure and a privilege to talk to you. I've been a fan I appreciate of, it, man. I've been a fan for a long time. I, I've been a fan since I became aware, actually, that you were responsible for Deep, Deep Trouble on the Simpsons soundtrack. I can't the name of the album. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I remember wow, that. you dug that one up. Yeah, well, I remember I had it as a single, and I remember seeing, I can't remember if I saw your name back then or someone told me, because, you know, singles are long gone, you know, we're talking about yeah, almost yeah. 30 years ago now. But um, I guess that'll be my first question before I talk about the tour you're bringing down to Australia. What was it like to collaborate with Matt and the Simpsons team? Um, it was great. You know, it was funny just being a fan of The Simpsons and just getting that call. And they were saying The Simpsons are coming out with an album and they want you to produce something. And it's funny because when somebody tells you that, it's kind of like somebody saying Fred Flintstone wants you to produce a song for him. <laughs> because you're kind of like, well, who who is the actual, who who are the actual Simpsons? So it was really cool to kind of hook up with Matt and talk with him um, and created something pretty much on the spot and then to to have nancy come in and do the vocals that that was really wow just you know realizing that this is the actual voice of uh of bart simpson Mm. um and it came out and 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 people dug it so i thought you know that was really cool that was high up on the bucket list well, it's it's one of your mini hits of course but i think it was the only hit that the simpsons ever had so you got to be feel proud of that Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, let's talk about this show you're bringing down to Australia. What can fans expect? Oh, I'm I'm here in Brisbane, so I might be able to get along to the Valley Show that you're putting on mm-hmm. there. But uh, what sort of show are you bringing down? Is it is it one that's focused on new material, or is it a good spread of classic hits and some modern stuff? Oh, it's it's all over the place. It's all over the place. You know, I'm I'm bringing uh, Dane Jordan, who has been on the road with me for about the past seven years. Um, bringing Ron Fest, who is just, you know, super legendary. Mm. And the shows have been very, very high energy because it's a mixture of a live performance, a DJ set. It's just, it's kind of all over the place. Um, but I just think, you know, people, people are very much in need of having a good time. And yeah. I think it's our job and duty to make people have a good time. So it all seems to kind of balance out. Um, but we're super duper excited. I think this is Romfest's first time, you know, coming to Australia, and we haven't been, you know, in a couple of years. So, yep. you know, we were we were chomping at the bit to get down there. 
I'm so glad you said what you said a moment ago about it being your job to entertain people because people are in need of it. Because I speak to a lot of artists. I've done well over 300 mm -hmm. interviews at this point. But some artists are very self-conscious of, you know, the political narrative that's happening at the moment and to be seen to be doing something which is bringing entertainment to people. But I think exactly yeah. to your point, it's now is the time for it. This is when people yeah. need it. They need the escape. I mean, you know, and it's funny because I, I, I've always looked at it that that was my job you know, for the most part, that, you know, you, you break up with your girl, you lose your job, you know, you have any kind of mishap, you want to go out and you want to forget about it. So if I can give you an hour and a half, two hours of pleasure through music and just in a way that you're not really paying attention to everything that, that's going on, you know, then, then that's what I'm supposed to do is, you know, is offer just a break. Um, you know, we need a break from it. So, Yep. You know, we, we enjoy it. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Okay, so I mentioned one of your uh, one of your accomplishments a moment ago with the Simpsons episode there, but mm -hmm. you've done far more than that, of course. You're a two-time Grammy winner for Parents Just mm -hmm. Don't Understand and also Summertime. You've mm -hmm. achieved numerous top ten singles and have been credited on more albums and songs that I could actually count. It actually went right off the page in my MacBook Air <laughs> here, so you've been prolific. Your career stretches way back to 1985, so uh, what's that now, God, 35 odd years or so? And yep. of course, demand for your performances across the globe is strong. So here's the question, what are you most proud of? Um, I, that is a very good question because I don't think I've ever really looked at my journey like that. Yeah. Um, I think I've always been a, a slightly superstitious that when you start looking at things in that manner, that means you're getting close to the end. Um, and to even sound even a little bit more strange, I don't think I've done what I'm supposed to do yet. Okay. So I don't, yeah. I, 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 I think my, my purpose is, is, is something that I haven't done yet. Um, oh, okay. And I'm not even sure if that's music related, which is really wild. But, hmm. you know, it's, it's you know, I, I really started taking this approach like I'm in the back of a taxi and I'm letting him drive and I'm just uh, enjoying the view. Yeah, okay. And I'm yeah. just hoping that the ride isn't over tomorrow. I don't think it will be. <laughs> I think you've got plenty of years left in you because such as the demand, as I say, for you to perform and to release material and the like. So here's, here's another question for you because you've been around so long and you've seen a lot and you've done a lot and God knows how many fads and changes have come along through the time that you've been on the scene. But I typically interview rock and heavy metal artists. It's pretty rare for me to be able to have the opportunity to chat to a hip-hop artist, which is why I'm so grateful mm -hmm. to have a chat to you. Now, something that heavy metal does probably far too much of, they're very backward looking. Now, for example, the Download Festival that's coming up in Australia, which is a big heavy metal festival, the headline artists have all been around for about, one of them has been around for almost 50 years, Judas Priest. Yeah, so, okay. Something that I think hip hop does very well is it's looking for the, for the young, fresh and the new, and it's looking for people to give it an edge. So you, you've got Kendrick Lamar, You've got mm -hmm. Drake and you've got a whole host of new artists. Um, Azalea Banks, uh, you've got a whole host of new artists that are around and out right now that are adding to, to the legacy, if you like, of hip-hop and of urban music. But what's your take on, on that? Do you think that 
that hip hop doesn't honor its forefathers enough. So we're talking about Noel Rogers and Bernard Edwards, the great masters, of course, in Chic, who, who really had a profound influence, even though they were disco, had a profound influence over urban music and hip hop. But mm-hmm. also yourself, uh, Run DMC, Sugar Hill Gang. Do you think you guys get enough props from the current crew or the current artists that are out there representing the genre of music? Well, you know what I think? I think that is, that is, what's the word I'm looking for? That's very split. Hmm. Because I think in order for the, the, the younger artists to give the older artists props, the older artists have to give respect to the younger artists. Hmm. Because I think what happens is sometimes older artists have a tendency to criticize the youth, the youth never take that criticism lightly. Like they're never going to say, oh, you know, you just discredited what I'm doing right now because you don't think it has any merit. And I'm sorry, I'm going to change. You're going to defend yourself. It's kind of the same thing that Will and I did, you know, when, when in the early days of hip hop, when hip hop started being targeted, that this isn't real, this isn't going to last. Mm. We felt the need to defend ourselves just like the younger generation. So I think mm. an oval of respect, I believe that respect has to go both ways. It can't just be, let me honor the, 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 the older or the legacy artists mm. while they just basically discredit us. I think it needs to go both ways. The times that I've seen it go both ways, it has gone amazing, yeah. you know, because, you know, you, you are really the blueprint for a lot of what these guys have done, but they, you know, it's a different time. It's a different era. You know, I think, you know, I, I think growing up in a household that my mom never discredited what I did is what helped me thrive. Okay. Like my mom yep. did not have to like what I did, but my mom never discredited what I did. She respected as it was something of mine. There's a lot of new hip hop that I don't like. Hmm. But guess what? There was a lot of old hip-hop that I didn't like. Yeah. Hmm. So it's kind of like I respect someone's journey. Um, if you have one person in the world that is a fan, then that's enough credibility for me for me to say that you need to keep doing it. I think when you start telling people that what they do isn't necessary or isn't important is a form of prejudice. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of like you don't have to like it just respect it yeah great response mate wonderful response a very intelligent response and articulate response and if it's okay with you i'm going to release this as a podcast episode so hopefully it's uh it's something that uh, a few people can listen to that might need to give some of that respect that that you're talking about yeah. there yeah you know, absolutely so. mate i better let you go john's uh told me i've only got the 10 minutes so i'd love to chat to you more but uh look Congratulations on a, on a stellar career. Uh, I'm so glad that you're still doing what you're doing and touring, and uh, good luck with what you're doing in Australia too, mate. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. No worries. Thanks. Cheers. All right. Bye. You have been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series and syndicating for the A-List Online. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith, and that conversation featured DJ Jazzy Jeff. Thanks so much for listening.